0: Hi, welcome back to Will You Accept This Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about episode two. I'm excited to have Diane Taha back on this week. Uh, Diane is Style Context on Instagram and all of the social channels. Um, And we had some great conversations last season, wrapping up the season. So great to have her back to talk about the beginning of this one. So thanks so much for joining
1: this week, Diane. Yeah, thank you for inviting me.
0: I am super curious to hear what you think so far. And I'm trying to remember from our discussion if you were a Kate and I don't even know if we talked about it honestly, because it was the end of the season, we were talking about all things Matt. Like, mm-hmm. are you are you a Katie person? Like, do, are you pro Katie? And I'm curious to hear, well, and second, wanna hear your thoughts on this season's kind of hosting in loose quotes um, scenario, how we have, you know, the two the two ladies sort of helping to take uh, take the reins from where Chris Harrison was last season?
1: Yeah, well, first I'll, I'll, I'll answer the Katie question. Um, so I think Katie is an amazing bachelorette. I think she just, she really fits in that role. Um, and she is just so relatable too. Like I think she's just amazing as the bachelorette. I didn't appreciate her as much on uh, Matt James' season. I think just because of all the drama going on in the house, like, I didn't really, like, appreciate Katie as much. I sort of just saw her as, like, someone just creating drama. But as a bachelorette, like, I am, like, very much pro Katie, And I I think she's amazing. Um, And like I said, she's relatable. She's a really unique type of bachelorette in the sense that she's not, like, you know, she doesn't have all this plastic surgery. She's not, like, Mm wearing... I don't know, she probably has extensions, but, like, she just looks relatable, you know? She, you kind of just feel comfortable watching her, and you don't feel like this is someone that's, like, has had a lot of work on herself, like, physically. Like, she just feels like a normal human, that's someone you can be friends mm-hmm. with. Um, in regards to Tasha and Caitlyn being the hosts, I think they're amazing. Um, I, I really think it makes the show more interesting, and it kind of makes it more of, like, a girl's show, too. Um, instead of just having Chris Harrison mm-hmm. there, you know, it's it makes it, it just makes it more interesting. I don't know. I like it. I I like where where they're headed with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a different dynamic. Like him kind of being like, you know, are you are, are you upset about this or what? Like it just feels yeah. almost like a father kind of comment, you know, versus like yeah. they can be more. Also, like having been the leads themselves, like they can not mm-hmm. only help to kind of talk Katie through these moments throughout the season, but they can also kind of chime in with their wisdom and whatnot. So I like the, the dual layers to it too. So I think it's, I think it's a fun, fresh take. So I don't know, I guess we'll see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I like the, it's like, um, that like they're, they're guiding her through the process. So it's kind of, it's kind of cute. It's like they're friends, you know, it's cute.
0: Yeah. I like it. I like it too. So we start off. And we're gonna have two group dates this week and one one on one. And we start off with the group date and we get the date card saying, I'm looking for great love, which sometimes the date cards give a little bit of a clue. It's kind of like, all right, what does this even mean? Um, and they walk the guys in and it's like a stage and they have Heather McDonald. Do, do you know Heather McDonald? i always like interested when they bring people on the show, it's like, do people know who this know. actually is? Like, I don't think I did I didn't know her either. I didn't know her, no. I was like, they say Heather McDonald. And I'm like, who? (laughs) It's kind of like when they have, you know, the bands that they play and they do the slow dance. And you're like, who? Same thing. So I'm like, okay. Um, She seemed lovely. Like, she was engaging on the stage. And they had this interesting conversation. But um, it was was interesting, I guess, that they did this so soon. And then, of course, they throw poor Mike on this date. Because it turns out that the whole thing is focused on them sort of like selling her kind of on their like story about why they're the greatest lover basically and all these different Mm -hmm. things and of course they put put him on there because he's like the virgin of the season and it just felt like a really like sad lame way to start the season it's kind of like you know you knew there was going to be a joke about this but it was like you couldn't wait beyond the very first date
1: yeah you know, I think it's interesting. I, I part of me like wonders why is he even on the show. Like he knows that Katie's like know. this really sexual person, and that she's very like she she's like the opposite of him. Um, yeah. So part of me wonders like why is he on the show? Like is he is he one of those people who's like there for the wrong reasons? I know.
0: I don't know. I mean, I just feel like if you're someone and that's and that's who you 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 are which is totally fine yeah. but if you're coming yeah. on this season it's like i mean i i don't know i guess if you're oh gosh like even oh goodness you think back to Luke P yeah um when he was on the season with Hannah i mean it was it was kind of a similar scenario right where he was very like he was, like, obnoxious about it, though. So, like, I feel like the comparison is not completely fair, but it is somewhat there. Um, it, You know, he was very, you know, different from Hannah as far as, like, their perspectives um, on, you know, sex before marriage and all of that. And I think, you know, he was very upfront about it. And he, you know, I, I do think he managed to come out with, like, people who, I don't know, he had some... For a while, I know it all kind of backfired on him a little bit um, with some of the stuff he said against the show and some, like, like they went after him for some money, but um, but for a while there were some people who were pretty staunch supporters of him, so, like, part of me thinks with Mike, it's like, is that really the way, like, is is it really going to pay off the way you think it would? But then it kind of worked out-ish for a while for Luke P, and he was kind of terrible on the show, and I feel like Mike isn't, so far, terrible on the show, so... Maybe he just want If he does want the exposure, maybe that could work out to his benefit. But I don't know. He just seems like a nice guy in some respects. So I think yeah. that's what is kind of weird to me. And, I mean, we obviously... We can talk about how the date plays out. But I think he 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 seems more authentic than some do in this situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... I'm a, I am have a little bit of, like, mixed feelings about him. I'm, some of my friends think he's, like, extremely attractive. I do not think he's extremely attractive. Yeah. So I just I find him a little... Yeah, I don't I don't see I don't that see either. That.
1: He's cute, but I wouldn't say extremely attractive. I wouldn't go that far.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference. I think cute because I think he seems like he has a good personality, He seems like he has a good mm-hmm. heart, like all of those sort of like the, the terrible things that you like friend zone people over. Like he has all of those like nice like nice qualities to him. Yeah. But I definitely wouldn't be like, Oh, he's like the most attractive in the lineup kind of thing. But yeah. um I don't I just I think I'm over the storyline. I was tweeting about this. Like the fact that, yeah. you know, like I want, I want, he seems like he's a nice guy. And I feel like we're not going to get to know anything about him other than the fact that he yeah. is the virgin on the sex positive exactly.
1: Like he, That's and all I, don't like that. I think about that now. Like that, that's what he's known for. And like, that's, I feel like he's boxed into that now and we'll just associate that with him forever.
0: <laughs> and it's so soon, like in the, it's so soon yeah. in the season and then by them doing this date, on week two it just like compounds that so i'm just like yeah really hoping that for some reason there's going to be like a reason for us to see something beyond that because at this point i just it 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 makes me like frustrated for the whole situation and the fact that they've that they've one done this to him and put him on the season Mm
1: -hmm. and that
0: i I don't know that that we're not going to get to see who he is otherwise i feel like but I don't know. What do you That's think? True.
1: Yeah, I, I do feel like it, it'll be tough now to like really see his personality um, shine through. I mean, I hope we, we do get to see more of him. Um, but I, I thought his poem was really sweet, too.
0: I, I liked it. I was prepared for it to be something where he was like uncomfortable or he wasn't really expressing much. He was just trying to like get by. But I yeah. thought he did a really good job of making it more more about her and how like how he can't wait to have that experience with her and like instead of like we'll go back to luke p if he'd done it it would be all about like why he's saving himself and like why that's so important and whatever it would have been all about him so i did like that he managed to to present it in a way that seemed like authentic to the moment if we were doing like the greatest lover right is you know at least he kind of was really trying to actually do a true poem and kind Mm -hmm. of kind of woo her that way but also kind of convey the story in a way that wasn't kind of disappointing it just kind of i feel like the payoff on it was okay so i was okay yeah. with how that ended up happening and that he ended up getting the the rose i was like okay i feel okay about how this ended because it could have been just a disaster
1: yeah and i thought it, it was what I, what I also liked about it was that he wasn't judgmental of her so he didn't make it about, mm-hmm. oh, you should be, you know, saving yourself from marriage too. It wasn't about that. It was mostly like him coming from a place of this is how I am. Please accept me for how I am without passing any sort right. of judgment onto her. So it just seemed really like sweet and authentic. So I don't know. Hopefully we'll get to see more of him. <laughs> I, I
0: felt like it also set, set it up so that if she keeps him around, she doesn't feel like uncomfortable about it you know because i think if it had been something where he had talked about anything that kind of left any sort of implications toward her that that would have made it harder for him to keep for her to keep him around too so yeah i thought that was smart
1: yeah i agree
0: but some of the guys were interesting yeah very interesting (laughs) um really dramatic yeah and there was oh um I, I'm blanking on some of the names of the guys. So like there was, oh my gosh, Carl was, was insufferable. I thought the motivational speaker, which he wouldn't, he wouldn't stop talking, but I'm like to be a motivational speaker, like just because you're a motivational speaker and you're used to talking doesn't mean Mm -hmm. you, you should know when to sit down, but also you should know how to, you should know how to organize your thoughts a little better. So I just felt like he was all over the place. The fact that he wouldn't shut up. I was just, I was like... This episode really kind of made me take a sharp turn on Carl because he was annoying in this. He was annoying later. I just, I, I don't know. He has. If if he's staying around, he has a long way to go to catch my. You know, to to win his way back into my interest. Because right now I'm just like I don't I don't want to see him on the screen.
1: Yeah, I I can see that about a few other guys too. Um, I'm trying to I'm blanking out out his name. Um, but there was just like who was that guy who was like. Saying, "Oh, there's guys in the house that are not here for the right reasons," but then he didn't tell her who those guys were <laughs> at the very end. Yeah, well, that was him.
0: That was that him. Was that was Carl.
1: That was Carl. That was Carl. Okay. That was Carl. Yes,
0: yeah. So it's Carl like he's canceled. <laughs> no, I thought the whole episode it was like he was saying a lot of nothing. So like during this group date where he would just mm-hmm. wouldn't shut up, it was just like, what are you even talking about? Like, just sit oh, no. down. And then at the end when he was, yeah. And then at the end when he was talking to her about the, the guys yeah. in the house or whatever, he was like talking again, saying a whole lot of nothing and just causing a lot of trouble. So I'm just kind of, I'm done with him. I think he yes. would have to really do something major that I, like from the promos, I don't think it's gonna happen. From the promos, it really looks like he's like a wrong reasons guy. It does. I don't know. <laughs> They yeah. also, I think, want us to think that, so I don't know. Maybe they're just slanting it that way, but I I don't know.
1: It was just really strange. Like, why tell her that there are guys in the house that are there for the wrong reasons and then not tell her exactly who? And was it a control tactic? Because to me it seemed like, you know, maybe it was his way of trying to gain her trust and then it just backfired because then, you know, any normal person would see right through that and say, well, someone is talking about me, who is it, (laughs) and why aren't you telling me?
0: It was, yeah, it felt like control tactic, and it was just weird timing because she already had that conversation earlier Mm -hmm. on the group date with the two guys, and she decided to send home Cody. Poor zipper salesman Cody gets sent home for, like, his his conversation with Aaron, who we learn are, wait, I'm sorry, that's not even on this date, that's on the next group date. There's a lot of stuff that happens this episode, but, um... So we'll talk about that in a second. But, um, yeah, it was just – it was the wrong night for him to then decide to bring it up yet again for this week when there's ar- there's already mm-hmm. been some sensitivities around this. And I think most of the guys in the house knew that that had happened. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. He just seems like he made some poor choices this week that I don't think he can recover from.
1: But, you know, never know. Yeah. I mean, he lost credibility with Katie. He lost credibility with the guys – with the other guys. Like, <laughs> people just don't like him now. Like the guys no. in the house don't like him. Katie's upset with him. You know, Katie's got all this anxiety now about these guys, about whether they're there for the right reasons. And and as an audience, you know, as you know, being someone that watches it, you know, he's kind of not being trustworthy either. Like we don't really trust him. No. Either, so
0: So he's just kind of bombing All around, so, you know.
1: (laughs) Time to go home, Carl.
0: Yes. I'm trying to remember who else kind of had interesting um, bits. There was, oh my goodness, so Trey has the bit with the puppets. Oh. And I listened to a a podcast where Tayshia was talking about it, and she was like, that was wildly, like, more uncomfortable to experience in person because she said it went on for, like, 15 minutes, and Uh it was very like, detailed, and it was just, like, yeah. It was funny because he just seemed like, I don't know, this, like, super nice guy on night one. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, they're supposed to, like, obviously lean into these moments when they have these dates, right? And they want to, like, catch her attention, and they don't want to be the guy who's not playing along. But the puppet show was just – I. I was like, what? just, I don't know, at first I was like, this is cute, like, he's gonna do this, and then it took a turn, I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is a lot. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, that was uncomfortable to watch, and I can't believe that it was 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine, I, I what little bit we saw was enough, was enough. Yeah, um, One of the guys, Michael pulls on, pulls off his pants on the stage, It's like, okay, um, James comes out, James, who was in the box on night one, oh,
1: right, comes right.
0: out. He comes yeah. out with a box on him down there. Yeah. Right. Um yeah.
1: and that was awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um what do you think of this guy. I mean, was he in any movies? He kind of looks a little bit familiar. Is he like a known actor or like
0: I don't think looking? so. I forget what his I forget no. what his career is, but I don't no. think he is known to be anything like that. He just he just, to me, he feels like Gimmick Guy. Like, he comes in in the box, and then now he's, yeah. like, doing that. I just feel like, is does he always have some sort of thing that he's trying to catch her attention? Like, yeah. we still don't know much about him as a person. He basically gave up the right to do that on night one because he just hung out in a box. Um... <laughs> Well, that
1: was so, did he ever explain that, or was it just because he looked no. be different?
0: <laughs> I think he wanted to like stand out to her, and like he kept saying, you know, that he, you know, he was really committed to it because you know he wanted to catch her attention. And it's like, yeah. but all these other guys have had moments throughout the night that she's either yeah. seen them in passing or talked to them, and you've just been sitting in a box. Like
1: yeah, I did not understand that I mean, at all. Like, you're missing your chance. Like you need to be in front of her. Like. Interacting with her, not in a box.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm convinced that the producers must have wanted to keep him around for some reason and might must have made her go over to him to open the box or whatever, because mm-hmm. otherwise, I mean she's doing all this different stuff. She's being pulled in different directions. Like why would she go yeah. out of her way to hang out, like to go to a box in another room? Like why? Yeah. So I I'm convinced that it's some sort of producer something. But I'm not I'm not sure about him. He seems like a cute enough guy. But he just keeps, I don't know, disappointing, finding a way to somehow disappoint.
1: Yeah, I think he's probably there for the wrong reasons. And I think that's... Um, probably. Yeah, and I think that the whole box thing kind of confirms it a little bit, because if he... I think he was just doing it for, like, attention, really, to just get trained yeah. as the guy in the box. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, a- what,
0: what, what kind of box is he gonna bring out next week?
1: I don't know, we'll see. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh i yeah. did enjoy that connor was back without the cat costume but was oh, singing yeah. and i i think out of the music, like the musicians of the bachelor nation franchise <laughs> that we you know there's always one coming through usually each <laughs> year whether it's on the bachelor or the bachelorette um i think he seems like a good musician i liked his song i was like I, i'm i'm into Con- so like I know that's like a sharp turn from the other gimmick we we're just talking about with the box guy, but like, I, I was talking about last week that I liked that I felt like his cat costume was personal to her. I like that his song was well-written and it was personal about her and he just seems like really into her. I like them. So I yeah, yeah I don't care. He could, he could come out with cat costume next week and I'd be fine with it. I don't know. And I know that's like yeah. not consistent at all, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with you and I, um. I was so bummed when he didn't get that first impression rose. And when I saw him, mm-hmm. when I saw his face after he didn't get it, like I just felt so bad for him because he was wearing these like paws on his hands. And like <laughs> he was told that like he he wasn't enjoying it. Like he was probably sweating. All those guys were sweating, by the way. Like I could actually like see the so sweat. So much. And him especially, he was sweating. And he was like, damn it. Like I didn't deserve a rose. <laughs> I didn't get the rose. I did all of the- I- Exactly. I- I didn't even get the first impression rose. So, yeah, I felt really bad for him, but I do like him, and I think that, you know, um, in contrast to the guy, to the to the box guy, like, he actually, you know, put some thought into it and, like, related to Katie, like, she loves cats. He he put thought into that, and that was, like, relevant uh, versus the box guy where, you know, the box didn't really have any meaning. It was just sort of self serve yep. Um, but yeah, no, he's really thoughtful and I hope he really gets a chance. I, I, I hope he makes it, you know, to the very end.
0: <laughs> I did enjoy, I don't know if you saw, people were tweeting, which I missed. I don't, I think I was just like, oh, they really like each other. And I don't think I missed, I think I missed the moment. But when mm-hmm. they like had their redo of their kiss, cause he was like, oh, you know, I was awkward. Yeah. I was the cat and whatever. Let's have a redo. Yeah. Like that. He like grabs her head mm-hmm. for the kiss. And I was joking. I was like, he's giving her a scalp massage. Like someone tweeted a like still of it. It was just, it was so awkward to see yeah. the photo, but I didn't even notice it in the moment because I was like, I they're so cute. Them. So I was like, what's, right. yeah. Anyway, I I, I thought it was that. really funny. Huh,
1: interesting. Do you think he's just awkward? He could just be awkward in general.
0: Maybe. I, I just felt like after the whole last season where Matt James yeah. was like with the eyes open for every kiss, I was yeah. like, "How did I? How did I miss? He had his hands on her head. Like, how did
1: I? Yeah, I, I don't know. That too. I didn't see that on Twitter either. And I was looking. It made this. me laugh. <laughs> yeah,
0: it made me laugh a lot. But, um, but I'm I'm rooting for him. He's still in my top three. Yeah, list because she really. seems, I think, super into him. And then we go, and it's the first one-on-one date of the season which I actually tweeted at the bachelor data guys because I was you know I was being lazy because at that point it was like towards the end of the night and I was like I really wanted the answer to this but I don't have the energy to like go on a google you know go down the rabbit hole and google and I was like when is the last like has anybody in recent seasons had their first impression rose have a one-on-one date the second week like, it just oh. it, it doesn't happen. It doesn't yeah. happen at all. So usually,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah usually they make, yeah, usually they make them wait. And it was funny because, mm-hmm. like, someone else tweeted and they were like, you know, good for you, Katie, for learning the lesson that Matt didn't because, you know, he had his, like, first impression rose with Abigail yeah, and then, like, I completely forgot her. I mm-hmm. love that because I was like, that is so true. Um, yeah. But it's interesting, too, because I think it's going to change one, I like – I like, go for it. Like, she clearly knows what she wants, and, like, there's been yeah. all these – it's it's very public rumor saying that she wrapped up a little bit early because she was so decisive about who she liked. Um, so, really? like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think oh. that's a spoiler because I've seen it in so many oh. places. So – Oh, wow. Hopefully people don't think that's a spoiler, but, um, but like not, I think, I think it's just like one, I think they, I think it's like one episode earlier or something because I think she just knew what she wanted. So I just think she knows what she wants in general. So it's interesting. Like she picked him as her first impression rose. She's like insisting on this first one on one date to be with him. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to really set the tone and change the dynamic of the season because, you know, like, the first impression rose guy tends to have a little bit of a target on his back. Cause the guys are like, Oh, she really likes him. And you know, he's going to be like our competition. Well, the fact that he gets the date, I think he's going to have like that extra layer on him where they're just going to be like, Oh, um, and I think the fact that, you know, they had that moment together on night one clearly. And then so immediately have this date, I think they're going to be so connected that it's going to be a lot of catching up for the other guys to do. So, I mean, I, I think I have a hard time not thinking of Greg being in the top three um, I kind of thought he was going to be there anyway, but you know when he got the yeah. one-on-one date this week, I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, yeah. When they go on their flan- their flannel date, they went on that like date, yeah. and they both had on I the.
1: pleased by that at first, and because it seemed like he was uncomfortable, but then we learned later lady- later in the in the during the dinner date that the reason he was uncomfortable was because he had experienced loss as well. And so that that's mm-hmm. something that they could both relate to, um, and yeah, I mean, I think he's a perfect fit for her. I would be very surprised if they didn't end up together. <laughs> he just
0: seems like someone you don't see on this show because he's so normal. Like he just seems yeah. he seems like a. I mean, he's. I think he's an attractive guy. I think he seems like a really mm-hmm. nice guy with like different layers. He just, and not, yeah. and not that we don't, not that we don't see people like that, but there's just something like genuine about him which is interesting because I don't know if you saw like there was this whole thing um uh, that kind of popped up I think someone had posted about it on Snapchat or TikTok TikTok uh, where someone was trying to allege that you know they had dated him and they were like questioning his motivations oh, really? and whatever it seemed it regret. seemed very unfounded I mean I think I mean I think almost any of these guys let's be real almost any of these guys that are on this show like the person they dated before them they could have not been ready for a relationship and they could have had a bad experience with them because let's be like, I feel like when you're, when you're a single lady, you're expecting mm-hmm. that the guy, you know, if it doesn't work and he's not ready to commit that he is not ready to commit with anybody. And the reality is he might just be not ready to commit with you. So I just, there's so many of these exes that come out and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm not buying it for Greg. Like I'm not letting you taint my view of Greg because I just, I just, I just don't see anything yet to really make me feel like that's true. And I just think, you know, we've seen so many of these exes come out of the woodworks and it's like, whatever. So like, I need a little more info. I wasn't really swayed by that. But, um, so I still think he's just a really nice guy. And Katie actually was on the bachelor happy hour podcast this week. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to her talk a little bit about it. And she talked about, you know, the fact you were mentioning him being a little bit kind of quiet and reserved in the beginning part of this date. And she said, you know, I really wish that he had been more forthcoming. Mm-hmm. And like she, I think she said, like, she understood why that he was yeah. trying to be respectful and, like, let her, you know, speak about her experience since, like, they went on this camping Holy date day. because of the fact that she used to do this with her father. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I understand him being respectful about that, but on her yeah. end, she could see, she could feel him pulling back and she didn't understand why. And I think she was yeah. worried that I that was, like, a problem. That. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Agree. Like, it just seemed like, Maybe he was a little scared that things were moving a little too fast, that she was, you know, being vulnerable and sharing, like, her personal experiences with him that quickly and, like, talking about family and, like, being really Mm -hmm. personal. So he just seemed a little scared to me. I don't know. Maybe I misread him because at the end, you know, he ended up being vulnerable with her and opening up to her and, and talking about his grief. So... You know, at least he opened up eventually, but he did seem a little yeah.
0: uncomfortable there. And it's interesting too because, I mean, and I don't know, maybe he doesn't watch the show. Maybe he doesn't know like her backstory because I mean, it did. She did talk about it on Matt's season, so I mean, I we we yeah. knew about you know her father having passed away. And so I think that's something that's kind of out there. So I would think that most of the guys going on would know that, but you know, I it almost seemed like he was. And maybe he felt like he missed his moment as she was talking about things he felt weird about flipping it to be about him. um, And and didn't really know how to, yeah, approach it as like a shared experience instead of making it about himself in in a moment that was very much her being kind of raw about, you know, her experience. But um, she, she said, you know, that she wished that they had had that whole day to kind of have that shared experience versus her yeah. thinking she was just kind of unloading that on him, you know?
1: Yeah, I can understand so. that. I mean, it's possible that he also felt awkward just being on TV too, like in front of the cameras versus, you know, if yeah. he wasn't on TV, maybe he would have yeah. opened up to that's her true. sooner. Maybe he just felt uncomfortable with that and just had to like work up to that.
0: That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a lot to kind of, divulged it's also a lot to share you know mm-hmm. if that's something that's so personal and his maybe a stuff that he and his family have kept more guarded I don't know like so it's, there's a lot yeah. of layers to that if yeah and, and to your point the the show's just starting and he's got the yeah. very first one-on-one date and it's such a, mm-hmm. a such a personal conversation so that that yeah, I mean I, I think that's something yeah no no it's hard to talk about and it's like hard to know how to share what you want to share. Like, I don't know. I think it's it's different as he like, he just, like, he's talked to her for probably, what, like 10 minutes in his life? No, not exactly. But, you know, something like that. Because, like, on night one, they barely talk to the lead, right? It's such a minimal amount of time that they really talk to them. So to then be on this intense, long date and then all of a sudden be revealing all of this stuff. I mean, it yeah. is a lot. So that's, I mean, it's, it's fair. It's fair. But yeah. I like the two of them together. I like and the fact true. that... They just they just looked like normal people wearing normal clothes, just hanging mm-hmm. out, and we just happened to be along for the ride, which was kind of fun.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. It made
0: me want to go like outside.
1: You know, it's so funny. I'm not. I've never been camping, but that looked like a cute date.
0: It and was. I'm not it
1: was at all. But <laughs> but hey, you know whatever. Like Katie's just cool. Like she's like the cool girl. Like so low key, so laid back. Like of course this would be her first date of course and it's so unpredictable and just different and that's that's what makes her like such a cool bachelorette is the fact that she's so different from everyone else agreed
0: agreed and she was very honest with him too at the end which I thought was interesting because it is so early like saying that she you know sees him being around for a long time if he wants to be on the season so I thought that was a lot of a lot of a lot of verbal not commitments yeah. not quite the right word but like verbal validation um, yeah. <laughs> from the bachelor uh, bachelorette yeah, so I don't know I think, no which I like yeah yeah I like it I like it yeah. so I thought it was a cute date and then we have the next like the, the second of the group dates and it is there's a bunch of the guys John Andrew s Kyle Josh Brendan Hunter Cody and there's one other guy I that I think that I'm date. missing, but the
1: cowboy one where they're fighting in the mud. I hated that date.
0: <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because I, I just never like the fighting dates.
1: Me too. Just... I hate that. Like, how do you how do you enjoy watching that? I they're don't understand.
0: Gross. I always feel like like what like the fact like if they're sparring more against these other these, this other guy, does that mean that they're more into you? Like, what's the what's the I just don't understand the rationale. Like, to me, it's like, it's not, I don't know. I'd rather watch them, like, run like an old school, like, track meet and, like, run, like, just races and be silly. I do silly games, like, stuff like that. Like, this stuff is just too, there's, like, a mean layer to it. And I just don't think there's any, there's no strategy. There's no, like, I don't, don't, like, I don't walk away from that being, like, oh, this person, like, because they fought harder, I really think they're there for Katie. I think they're going to really be a great guy for Katie. Like, I, no, yeah. like, I don't get anything out of it. And we're also not getting to know the guys in a good way um, no. anymore throughout the course of the state, mm-hmm. nor is she. Yeah. So it's just – I just – I'm not a fan.
1: Not a fan. I think it's for production purposes, just so that, you know, ABC has something to show us, For you know, for they their, like, clips, their previews. I think that's what it is, just to show us, like, something action-oriented that's really going to draw people's eye.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and usually – I think it's later, a little bit later into the season because they try to, I mean, I think it's, I think a lot of the things this week were very orchestrated. So I think the conversation and the fact that they put um, Aaron and Cody against each other on this date, date, the group date, um, the fact that they put each other against this, I think it is, was, was planned out so that the two of them would still be around so they could have this moment because otherwise they do it later in the season so that they can have you know, put those people who have like friction against each other, um, you know, to, to battle. And so I think the fact that they knew going in that they had these two guys who did not like Mm -hmm. each other they were like, all right, we're going to do it with them. Like they're going to be our guys. Um, and so, which is, which was, I don't know. I'm kind of glad that this friction, that that whole thing with the two of them played out this, this week and we can be done with them because, you know, we talked a little bit about last week, like the first episode the fact that they had them like fighting with each other with no context and no like no so explanation intriguing. we were it was it was really it was really poorly done because yeah. like we had to wait until this point like this week for them to decide to explain oh they know each other from back home and they don't like each other okay fine but that's yeah. like a lot of days too late like give us the like i want the information in the moment like i needed to know why i should care and instead i was distracted and annoyed that it seemed like they had poorly planned their episode last week so um yeah. all they had to do is have a little aside with one of the guys and they say oh like we know each other from back home it's not good like they don't have to explain it but like yeah, give us exactly. something so instead mm-hmm. this season they this this week they come up and i'm just like i don't I don't want to deal with you guys. So, um so then they have them fighting and they this made me wildly uncomfortable. Like I don't like Same. the state anyway, but the yeah. fact that I I just felt like I was watching two people like that I you know, they they always have like the promos every season where like someone gets, you know, not every season, but several seasons where it's like, "Oh, someone ends up in an ambulance and whatever." Like I just felt like yeah. they were going to let them beat each other to a pulp or something. I was like yeah. When does this down you to that way <laughs> I was so she, uncomfortable
1: yeah, same here I felt so uncomfortable it was hard to watch um especially watching Aaron and Cody because they hate each other so um I, I was you know worried one of them would actually get hurt
0: <laughs> yeah I thought they were going to yeah so and and it was and and the fact that they kind of it was very apparent that it was personal and not just like them having this moment like to try to battle for Katie. Um, And so it just, it was very awkward. And then Katie's like, what was that? And it was just like this weird moment. And then their conversation back and forth was just weird. Aaron, I can't, picture, I can't figure out who it is. He reminds me of someone in real life, and it's very distracting, so whenever he's on screen, I have a hard time focusing on what he's saying, because I'm like, I can't remember who it is. Like, if, I don't know if it's someone famous or if it's someone I know, but it's like. I like,
1: too. I don't know who.
0: I can't, I, and so like, I feel like he probably said a lot more in the episode that I'm not even registering because I was just sitting there yeah. going, is it this person, is it that?" So I can't even halfway hear what he says when it he talks. a celebrity. But I think it is, too. Which yeah. I'm, like, confusing with, like, someone that's, like, an actual, like, in-my-life friend. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, you know, as it happens. But yeah. I uh, I thought he seemed so much more, like, put together. Like, he had his thoughts, you know, around. Like, and I I just kind of felt like he was kind of the more stable of the two. Cody, our, you know, friendly neighborhood zipper salesman, just seemed, like, all over. I just, he had no, like, explanation or reason. Like, his... his
1: i was he like did, i think he really was there for the wrong reasons you know because yeah. he really himself there with his explanation no. um no. It, it was horrible like he he didn't even try to deny it it was more like it was like that tiktok trend with like the guy like trying to explain himself and he just doesn't make any sense have you heard yeah. that TikTok? He sounded exactly like that guy. Like he just didn't make any sense, and it was really hard to watch because, like, poor Katie is just sitting there, like, "Hey, are you are you really here for the wrong reasons?" And he just couldn't, you know, like deny that. He could make her feel feel better about that. So yeah, that was hard to watch.
0: I don't know. This is this is going to be a a, a very rough segue here but i don't know if you've ever watched rupaul uh rupaul's drag race but like at the end like the people who are about to be potentially eliminated they lip sync for their life and so i was just thinking of this moment where like she's talking to both of them and i'm like i don't think it's registering to cody like this is his last chance like on rupaul's drag race they like they like pull out all of the antics and they they perform as much as they can because they're like if i don't deliver i'm going home yeah and he just it just like seemed to sail right over his head that like this was his last moment like he was about to have quarantined all of these weeks and given up who knows what about his job and his family yeah. at home whatever friends to come do this and he was going to go right home and he just didn't Like he wasn't trying he wasn't to me really he just scared. kind of yeah it was he
1: a was it was a very scared. weird
0: conversation
1: yeah it was restrained. very weird um very weird but you know i mean he got to be on the bachelor and you know he got his five like a hot eight. minute <laughs> yeah, for a minute. Um, you know, I think he's even verified on Instagram now. So maybe it was worth it.
0: <laughs> oh, is he?
1: Yeah, oh I, saw Instagram. I think he's verified. I'm pretty sure. And he gained some followers. I've
0: got to. I've got to. I haven't actually. that I haven't done yet this season is like look at all the Instagram chan- um, handles for the guys to see what's yeah. going on. I also I also try to like not do that too much in like mm-hmm. earlier in the season because it tends to tell you who won. I don't know if you've
1: noticed oh. that. Well, the one because the, the one followers is yeah. the one that wins. Yeah. That's how you
0: yeah. should. So it's see. like, so it's like, you know, because I try to avoid all the spoilers, but like there's so many people who don't, and then they flock yeah. to the person and all of the, yeah.
1: So. I Yeah. I can't, yeah, but. I, I, I don't, I can't control myself from um, <laughs> spoilers. Like if I read a spoiler, like I will go out of my way to like find the spoilers. So I'm <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. I,
0: I can appreciate both sides of it. Yeah. Um, but I, I do want to go check out their channels, though, because I do find it interesting to see, like, how they are on Instagram because I think mm-hmm. it's, it's just people are wildly different how they approach that, you know, and I think you get to see a lot about yeah. their personality that w- when we only get to see sort of one side oftentimes on the show of their personality. Yeah. I think you get to see much more of, like, who these people are on something like an Instagram. So, um, yeah. I gotta gotta check that out, um, but yeah. I don't think I will be prioritizing following. Sorry, Cody's you know. handle. <laughs> it's not on the top of my list. I am not in the market for fancy zippers. So,
1: yeah, but. I only looked at <laughs> Cody's Instagram. I would find the other guys, but I I will look at their Instagrams next week for sure. I'll, I'll look yeah. up all of them and I'll figure out who actually wins. <laughs> I'm very curious. Very
0: curious. Um. I'm trying to think if there was anybody else interesting in this date, like when they had the, the, the I mean, the main thing was the whole like Aaron Cody friction, I felt like. Um, she, I like that she's saying, she said in the beginning that she wasn't looking for a guy who can wrestle, looking for a guy that can roll with the punches and make the most of it. Well, I think Aaron and Cody took that in a totally different direction, so. I think she was expecting
1: um, that the men would be funny during this date. That they yeah, would- Yeah, it wasn't. I don't think she she really wanted them to fight like aggressively i think she was just expecting yeah. it to be like, entertaining and like funny and then with Aaron and cody it just went in the wrong direction and things got awkward <laughs> but it's like what did you expect
0: yeah 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 not not my favorite um she so then like the guys start you know Wanting to like underscore that they're there for her, so like she has this mm-hmm. conversation with Andrew S, who is our friendly football player who lives in Austria, oh, right, who showed right. up with the British accent. I like him. I like I him. Like him too. He seems, yeah. he seems like a like a good guy, but he's like you yeah. know saying you know he's there for the right reasons, but he went like he just kept going on and on about it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let it slide. I still like Andrew, but like the way he was like really. Yeah. Pushing to say like oh you know I'm I'm really here for the right reason I'm sorry about this and blah 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 I just kind of felt like he was going a little heavy on that and I was like like he was trying like you,
1: hard yeah,
0: yeah it's like you have like such limited time with her like tell her more about you and like like tell her yeah. that you're there for her and then tell mm-hmm. her give her a reason to want you to be there right so it's yeah, like, give yeah. her yeah give her a bit more um, mm-hmm. but you know, the, he does they do have this cute conversation though. Um, which I don't, you know, he talks about not having a lot growing up, and they kind of, they do have that moment, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Like, she talks about, you know, they both talk about how they love to go thrift store shopping, and she talks Mm -hmm. about, you know, having had, you know, free lunches growing up at school. So I think they had, like, that moment, which was nice, that that kind of did finally, Mm -hmm. I guess, take that, you know, turn in that direction, um, which I thought was interesting. I think she's, I think she's done a really great job this season of really just being, like, being honest on all the levels, so like I feel like we we know so many things about her, like so many like you think about Matt last season, like how we, we didn't get to hear, a, I don't I don't think like we got to know a lot about
1: Matt. I think know we knew about him until the very end.
0: And we knew about like him, like the like sort of the complex relationship he had with his father. We knew that he was close with his mother, but like there's just been so many things already. I think into the season that we've gotten to see like different pieces of Katie. That just, I think that's what excites me the most about this season. I'm like, I feel like I see her as a whole person, you Mm -hmm. know, and I just like, I think that makes it easier to root for her. And I think it makes, makes the season much more interesting that we kind of are getting to see all these different layers to her. So
1: yeah, I I mean, Katie really opens up and she doesn't just, you know, she opens up on camera. She opens up to these men. She's just very um, open and like relatable. And she's like, she allows herself to be vulnerable too which, you know, compared to Matt James, like he was very much protective of his, of his, um, you know, emotions. He didn't open up very easily. He, we didn't know anything about his family until the very end. Um, so yeah, that's a really big difference between the two of them.
0: Mm-hmm. It's been a refreshing change, I think. Yeah. But, um, and then kind of the next thing I had down. Oh, so then we have the, the rose ceremony. They have a cocktail party, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, and that's when she has a conversation we've already kind of talked about with Carl, where he's, like, kind of alleging that someone's not there for the right reasons, but then is not really telling her mm-hmm. anything, and then the guys confront him about it, and he really doesn't have anything to explain why he's saying what he's saying. He's just kind of like, well, I'm not going to point anybody out. What, like, It doesn't make any sense. I think he's just, I think he's just no. there, like, storing the pot, so it was just like an ultimate I- waste... Uh, it just it threw off the whole dynamic of the cocktail party. It managed mm-hmm. to really upset her because it was, like, the the wrong week for him to do that. And so it was, like, the typical, like, oh, the guys are annoyed because he's, like, ruined the whole thing. And they don't, they don't get their moment to really talk to her because she's just annoyed. Um, so it just kind of changed the dynamic of the whole um, cocktail party. But we did have an interesting conversation with her and Michael, which I thought was interesting mm-hmm. because I don't – it's so rare, I think – for a guy to not be on a group date or a one-on-one date in a given week. Like, usually they're on something. So he was, like, not on anything at all that first week.
1: That's true. And
0: it was, you know, and it was weird because they did have such a strong kind of connection on the first night. So Mm -hmm. they had that interesting conversation where she said, you know, basically, I didn't feel like I needed Um, this week to get to know you better. I know I'm already confident in how I feel about you and I see a connection there. So I thought basically just kind of like, I let you skip the week, which is all well and good, but like the, but considering that they're there to do nothing other than date her, it's like, he's just sitting around and like, we know he has like, he has a child. Uh, we don't know. Um, I was, um, I guess last week, um, Kate Caput was saying that he's from her hometown and it sounds like he's um, a widower. So, you know, there there seems to be some backstory there. So it's just interesting to take someone like that who is giving up a lot back home. Like his child is just sitting, you know, his I think he just has one kid. I can't remember if it's multiple, but anyway, mm-hmm. his 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 kid or children are sitting back home just waiting on him and that's really important to him and he just kind of is sitting there doing nothing for a whole week. So it's just kind of a weird start. Um, I feel like usually they have, throw
1: Don't they usually I don't, there, Do they usually do that? Like just have someone just like not be part so. of any dates? No, I
0: think they usually put them because usually they sit around and like they call out the group date and it's like they're almost like checking off all the guys in the room just kind of like, all right, you know, you're left. So it must mean that you guys are all going on the group date or one and one of you is going on the one on one date or whatever. It's just kind of like usually it's like everybody goes on something. So the fact that he just was literally sitting there with nothing to do for the whole week is, is weird. Why would they the group dates weren't that massive? Like, why would they not put him on one of the group dates?
1: Yeah, it's really strange. But
0: it's weird. It's weird to me. Weird. But I like that they at least explained it because they kept showing him sitting around looking like, well, what am I doing? So I was glad they at yeah. least had a moment where he talked to her and that was addressed because it seemed very strange to me. Yeah, it's still it strange, but... really
1: unfair. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's because he has a kid, maybe there's certain scenes that he doesn't want to be part of. Maybe he um, talked with them beforehand about not doing certain scenes. And so yeah, a maybe they
0: maybe they did maybe he didn't want to do like the i don't know although it'd be like all right you gave him the choice of opting out of the date where everything's about sex but you don't let the poor guy who's the virgin gym owner do the same so um
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but you know bachelorette um yeah. i'm trying to think i think that's kind of like the big stuff for the week and we're left with like our to be continued already it's like the second week come yeah. on
1: like I'm Come looking forward on. to it. it I think it's, a, it's a good season so far. I like it a lot better than Claire's season. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. Do you think that Greg and um, Katie will be like the new Claire and Dale?
0: <laughs> I, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty confident just because she's got some guys that, the guys that she seems to be connected with, I think, to me, seem like real and genuine guys, which makes me feel Mm -hmm. better about it. Because, I mean, you know, Claire and Dale, you know, back on for round two, seem to be good and happy with each other, but I feel like it's a different, you know, a different dynamic with the two of them. I think he's, you know, he's a model, and, like, it just has a a little different vibe, and I think they are very different people. So, I mean, not to say that, you know, opposites can't attract, um, but... I do think it's like, it's, I think a harder road for someone like that, where, you know, there's the whole like difference of personalities. Like, I think she's like a go to bed early and like, not not to like start singing the Paula Abdul song, but like, I do think that they, they have a lot of those tendencies and like lifestyle. And they also like live on different coasts. So there's like a lot of layers to complicate them. I, and I obviously with Katie, some of these guys, I can't remember where they're all located. So like they very well, maybe geographically in different areas, but they just seem like people that would date outside of this universe. Like they don't—they don't seem like people that are so vastly different that they're gonna have yeah. a lot to kind of. So I think to me, all—all all of that—to points to, I'm—I'm I'm pretty confident that I think she's gonna make a smart decision and pick someone who will work for her and not mm-hmm. pick someone who she's only kind of attracted to and kind of um, intrigued by in this kind of bubble, you know.
1: I agree I don't with know. Katie. What do you think? Yeah, and I think that she's doing a good job of, like, dating the other guys as well and not just, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: only setting her, eye, setting her sights on uh, Greg um, compared to what Claire did with Dale. So, yes. I mean, I have faith in Katie that she's going to make the right decision.
0: I think so, too. I think so too. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. I think the promo looked great. I think every week, even though there's stuff that, you know, every week is, is annoying and you're like, wow, why are they doing this? But I think she's a really interesting lead. I think she's smart. I think she's well-spoken. Um, and I, I look forward to every week sort of seeing how she's going to approach it and what decisions she's going to make because, I don't know, it's just refreshing. It's refreshing to have like someone that just feels like, has like such a different energy to her. And every week too, I'm just excited being like, and we still get, you know, a bonus season with Michelle, who is going to be a completely different Bachelorette. So know, all of that is season. nice. You know, yeah. with a little, you know, Bachelor in Paradise, you know, yes. intermission in the middle.
1: Nice. When does that start? Is that July
0: or August? So, I saw a tweet from Reality Steve which basically made it look like it's just one big smush of a schedule. So it's, like, basically almost directly from Bachelorette into Bachelor in Paradise right into next Bachelorette. So it's a very – like, it seems like very minimal gaps into the fall. Mm -hmm. It seems like a lot, Um, like, in a good way. But, like, usually there's, like, a little bit of, like, breaks here and there. And I don't think with all of the sort of – I don't think there's going to be a lot of break between them. So I I think it'll be a lot, a lot of TV. I'm
1: I'm here for it. I love watching. i having something to watch. Especially because it's
0: like usually.
1: Yeah. It's usually like,
0: you know, so many reruns.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. And I think that um, having watched those those, uh, four hours, like back to back, I kind of like that a little bit because then I didn't have to wait like a whole week and try to remember what happened. And especially mm-hmm. because it's like a new season, and I'm trying to learn everyone's names. Like, in the beginning, I forgot who Carl was, but, like, I was like, was it was that the guy? So I'm, like, trying to, like, remember who everyone is. I kind of like binge-watching it. It's really enjoyable.
0: It's, it's easier to, like, follow those little things. And especially in the beginning, yeah. like you're saying, when you get to know – when you're getting to know all the different guys' names. Especially yeah. – It's nice for, like, a night one and a a week two to be back-to-back because the night one, I always find myself walking away being like, I don't remember who half of these people are. So, like, being able to watch the two back-to-back, then you're, like, more easily able to be like, oh, he's the guy who came Mm -hmm. in and, like, this was his entrance or whatever. So, I don't know. I think it's, yeah. But I think it's going to be a good season. I think it will be good.
1: I think so, too.
0: So I don't know if you have any fun. Usually we like wrap up and talk a little bit about Bachelor news. I am, I have not seen a ton of Bachelor news. I did see an article talking, um, that was all focused on, um, Chris Harrison's Exodus from the Mm -hmm. franchise. And it was it was all about sort of like talking about Michael Strahan's role in the departure, because there was that whole interview that he did with him, which was very awkward um, that made it sound like, you know, he was going to, I don't know, have this like heart to heart discussion with him. And it really was just kind of awkward with nothing new and just kind of did you see it? I
1: didn't.
0: No, it was it was very it was very odd because I think Michael Strahan went into it thinking that you know Chris Harrison was going to you know kind of have this moment where he opened up a little bit about it and was remorseful and it just kind of fell flat and you could tell like Michael Strahan's face was like so it was just it was a very strange interview so this article that um you know that was summarizing basically it was a feature in I guess was the Hollywood Reporter was just saying that, um, you know, that Michael Strahan was just really annoyed. And then I guess once he finished up the interview, I guess he was, like, commenting to his co-hosts or, or like, someone else on stage being like, well, you know, like, that was, like, like, basically saying that he was unhappy with the substance of the interview, kind of like, oh, it, actually, he said, quote, it felt like I got nothing more than a surface response. So, like, he's just kind of like, whatever. And that... Um, they thought that that interview and like Michael Strahan's feedback was kind of the nail in the coffin for his return just because, I don't yeah. know, it was just kind of like that That kind of added to it as well. I did see, which I I didn't actually get a chance to, to, to load the article, I guess there's been some sightings of Chris Harrison out in the wild because like he, this all went down and then like he hasn't really posted a ton on social media, there hasn't been stuff out about him. Yeah. There was, like, even the time that he was on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, and they sort of had a pre-promo statement of sorts from the show being, like, wow. this this uh, episode was taped and it had, like, the date or, like, you know, saying, like, oh several God. months ago or whatever. Just kind of being, like, we didn't do this now, you know? So it was interesting to see that he's, I guess, emerged a little bit now that the news has broken. I don't know. I, I think... I guess we'll still see kind of what's to come and how things go from here. There's been all of the um, announcements around Bachelor in Paradise and the, Mm -hmm. you know, the rotating cast of characters that are going to be hosting it, which I think like as much as I love having Taysha and Caitlin come in just to kind of like freshen it up a little bit and play that role Mm -hmm. on, you know, the Bachelorette. I think having like celebrities revolve through every week on Bachelor in Paradise to me, in theory, sounds very distracting. I don't know what you think about that.
1: So every like, week they're going to have someone else hosting, someone someone new hosting. So there
0: were all these names like David Spade. Um, I thought I, I was going like, to think of the other ones. I
1: think it could be- either be
0: interesting or weird, like. Yeah. Cuz like if you're someone like that, they're paying you a lot of money to come on here. You're a comedian, so you're used to being funny and talking yeah. a lot. So like are they just going to like not want to shut up is it is it going to be all about them versus like them as like a conduit for like making for like interesting TV for this whole this whole episode? I don't I don't know. And and it seems like they had so many people and like I should have looked at the list again before I started talking. But like there yeah. there's so many people in the list. And and it sounds like from the number that they listed, it it would almost have to be one per episode, which just feels like a lot of bouncing around. And like, cause like we had you know the the after the final rose with Emmanuel Ajo, which was he was great, but he it's like good. you know he has he brings a very different energy to it, right? So like. Think about, like, all individual Bachelor in Paradise episodes and you have different hosts that bring different energy. I, I don't know. Is that going to be good or is that going to be weird? I don't know. I, I have to be
1: good. I, I'm confident. Yeah. I mean, or I'm optimistic about it because I just think that it the show kind of needs new people. And especially yeah. with, like, you know, this type of show, we see the same people over and over again each week. It's kind of nice to see someone new each yeah. week. You know, it's just change it up a bit. Someone with, like, a different Maybe. perspective. And that's why Taysha and Caitlyn are so great, is because they offer that different perspective. You yeah. Know, we're so used to seeing Chris Harrison. It's like, he's, like, so boring at this point, you know? Uh, he's predictable. Yeah. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be interesting.
0: I hope so. Good I hope much. so. I just, when I think of Bachelor in Paradise, I do think, out of the different shows, to me, I think he has, to me, has had the most important role out of the different seasons be, the different franchise elements because yeah. it's like there's all the people who come in and like they make their entrance and like he based on the history of having you know been on the season with them you know i like, can kind of make a comment to like kind of like welcome them and comfort them and like he, and like him talking and like, making a nod to the season that they were on feels like an authentic comment because it's like oh he was there for that so he knows them he knows their backstory <laughs> so it's like then you're going to bring in these people and it's like I don't believe that all the people that he's bring- they're bringing in are actual fans of the show. I, I, the that's chances are though. they're not. So it's like, they're just going to be kind of like, hi, it's so good to see you. I've never met you before in my life. You know, it's... Just like, it'll be a little yeah. different. But I think, I mean, I think it'll probably be fine. Like, just because that's the the way it's flowed in prior season, doesn't mean that's the way it has to flow this time, but it's just like that moment, they usually come in, they have like that nervous energy cause they're like, you know, they're used to the people from their season or people that they've met, you know, yeah. and so on, you know, in the bachelor nation, otherwise like on social media or in other events and stuff. So it's like, they're still a little bit nervous though, because they're going to be meeting people they haven't met before. So it's just like something about having like that familiar face. Has added some degree of comfort, and I feel like it's probably going to be more noticeable, to be honest, to the people on the show, because they're probably going to be like, "Oh, this is David yeah. Spade! Great!" Like, yeah, like it's just probably a little bit different for them, but it'll be fine. It'll be good.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure it'll that there will be hosts who have never watched The Bachelor ever before, yeah. but uh, I th- I think that you know it's a smart tactic because it's a good way to get people to watch the show to get like a new yeah. audience. Because I, I I don't know what the viewership is like right now, but it's just a good way to get more people to watch or who knows. I mean, it might it might be like the kind of thing that Bachelor really needs right now, which is like a fresh face. <laughs> Multiple fresh faces. Maybe. Until they yeah. choose like a It'll new be... permanent host.
0: Yeah. Which will be interesting to see if they if they do that or and if and when they do that, I guess we should say. So yeah. um, but I'm excited to see it you know i don't know there, there's definitely been a lot of discussion on social media around who is or is not rumored to be going on the season i won't go into that because i feel like some people some people don't like to know that for bachelor in paradise because the whole arrivals yeah. are part of like the
1: the whole yeah, magic of bachelor in
0: paradise but
1: yeah that's a spoiler that i am fine not knowing <laughs> like and I, it's i, in- I want to watch that there's
0: and and the article I read was very like speculative, like they didn't really know for sure, but there's definitely some people in there that have been around for a while that it's kind of like, again, so it'll be interesting to see if they really are there, um, but it, it's also going to be really interesting because, you know, not having had Bachelor in Paradise last season, there are so many mm-hmm. people who have been on the show who have never had the opportunity to go on a Paradise, so they have... So many people, because I feel like there's Mm -hmm. been like in the past few seasons they've had a few people that they brought out that you've been like, why would they pick them? Because they barely were on, or they weren't like a prominent prominent person on the season. Yeah. So I mean, they have so many people they could choose from. So Mm -hmm. I, I'm hoping that they make some wise choices out of the.
1: I wonder if we'll see Abigail.
0: I don't know. I would hope that we would because I think Mm -hmm. she had a pretty prominent role in the season she seems she's Mm -hmm. smart and and I think there was a lot of like I feel like I feel like if we don't see Abigail I think it's because she doesn't want to be there you know because I think that the show would want to put her on there Um, and she seems to be so close with some of the other ladies from her season and so I think a lot of times they'll bring some of the people on who kind of have those built-in friend networks from the seasons because they like they like that people come in with, like, their built-in networks that then they try to yeah. break up and, do, you know, manipulate. So, oh, right, right. Um, Yeah. So I feel like they probably will have her on. I don't know. Anyone else that you would love to see on
1: Bachelor in Paradise? Well, I would say Piper from that season. I think she was great, too, and I felt bad for her after what happened.
0: Although, um, you know she's dating someone.
1: Oh, she is. She's dating oh, okay.
0: Brendan. She's dating oh, Brendan wait. from Tasha's season.
1: Oh, she, oh, oh, wait, the hot guy? <laughs> wait, is that the one that lives in Boston? Or is that a different uh, guy? Wait, is I that don't the remember that... where he
0: lives. He's the, he is the one, so he's the one on Tayshia's season who had also been married before. Um, and he was wow. like in the, wasn't he her final, her final two? Oh, yeah.
1: And then he got the scared of three? the rings, yes, right? Yes, yes, oh, yes. that's him. Wow. I didn't realize they were dating.
0: Yes. That's so so I would assume that means that both of them, I would, I would love to have seen both of them in paradise, but I would also love to let both of them date instead. Yes. So I think, yeah, that, I agree. yeah I so think I'm guessing. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm into I, uh, it. I'm
1: a fan. Yeah, absolutely. So, no but no yeah, idea. otherwise I would
0: have been totally into seeing Piper in paradise. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, I about think about we'll Hannah?
0: see Hannah Ann I don't know. Do you think she'll – I always wonder, like, someone like her, it's like she's she's built in so much of an audience already. And I think some of those yeah. people feel like they're risking a lot to go on because, you know, it's like, are they going to get the Blake at it? Like, is everybody going to hate them after Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. You know? I So I don't know if she'll do that because I don't know that she really needs to. Like, she yeah, she's, she like, can... a legit model. She's got, like, all these opportunities. I don't know that she needs it. Yeah, I agree. So – I do wonder if we see Brie in yeah. National Paradise. I think we could. I like her. I mean, mm-hmm. she quit her job because of Matt James, so I, I guess she might as well that. go hang out on the yeah. beach. Yeah, yeah she, she did say it. she did say someone asked her in an interview. Because I was very, I was very. Um, I had a little bit of a, uh, too much of concern about her job. I was like very hung up on that. And I read in an article that I guess she did try I, and they wouldn't take her back for her job. So, oh so my send God. the girl to, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. She was That's like, I, I think I heard That's on a podcast. Working um, I think she was working. She, she was working. I think, I don't know if she ever confirmed. Like it was rumored that I think that she was working at somewhere like a Facebook or something like that. like, it was it was a oh, it was really? a big job. Yeah, it was somewhere that it was like a really big company where it's hard to like get in with. So like the fact that she went to lost her job. Stuff. No. Oh. But you know, that's why they need to pay her to hang out on the beach because like I, yeah. think, I think so. But I don't know. I guess we'll find out soon enough because I feel like we're going to be yeah. on paradise, you know, in a hot second. So yeah. But I think that is kind of the news on the week and we're stuck waiting for several days more to see what happens at the end of this rose ceremony. I I feel like it's going to end up there you know, I think there's gonna be very little conversation before and I think then it will just go into the rose ceremony. I don't think that the yeah, the episode really will linger that. too much but I guess we'll find out soon. And I have mm-hmm. a feeling that we're gonna see her with a date with Michael next week too. Based on that, I mean, like her, her giving him no date this week, I feel like she's going to turn around and give him the one-on-one date. Yeah. I think he deserves it at this point. I think so too. I guess we will see. I guess we will see. But thanks so much for joining this week and talking. Um, Diane, it's so fun to talk about um, the start of the season. We'll have to have you back on later um, in the season to talk about sort of where things go from here as Katie Mm -hmm. continues to be a little misdecisive And I guess we'll Mm -hmm. see what she decides to do but until then we will be waiting just to see where the resolution is for next week so anyhow thanks for joining and we'll talk to you next week
1: talk to you all time. right bye
0: connect with us on twitter at accept this pod where we live tweet episodes and share updates on bachelor news also subscribe to us on apple podcast stitcher soundcloud and on google play if you love us take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review nothing makes our day more we'll talk to you soon